the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. My name is Eric Ilofsky. I am the Northern California area manager for Essex Mortgage. And I run the beautiful loan center here in Northern California. But the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table uh, from you folks, whether it's your first home, second home, first investment property, maybe it's that first commercial building, this is what I do. We're celebrating our sixth year on the air, started on a little uh, station up in the Sacramento area and continuously grown. Thank you all due to you folks, the listeners. I wanted to create uh, a one-stop shop and an outlet for you, the consumer, to ask questions about what you could do and what you couldn't do in a real estate transaction, especially on the lending side. Uh, I've been doing this about 28 years, and a little bit about Essex Mortgage. We are a mortgage bank. We are a direct lender. We make all lending decisions in-house. Um, we are not a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every day. We fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. Believe it or not, it does not make us very large, but we're small enough to make a little more common sense underwriting, maybe have some unique programs that other other lenders don't have. But this show is all about you. And we have a ton of ways to get a hold of us. First homework assignment is I want you to jump on Facebook, um, type in Real Life Lending Radio Show, and you can find our page, like us, uh, follow us. You'll be able to listen to past shows there, as well as maybe email me or give me a show topic or maybe just ask questions. We also have a text line that uh, you can text questions through the show, and we'll get to them if we can, or throughout the week. We've got a list of people that have contacted us uh, over the last week. That number is 916-806-0606. 916-806-0606. In studio tonight, we have Miss Jessica Couch. Hi, Jessica. Good evening. Remind everybody who you are and what you do. I'm a full-time realtor. I love helping people in this market move up or downsize, but my real niche is helping people make money with their money with investment property and residential income. Right. And it's just a, it's a crazy time of year. It is. There's it some really exciting is. things happening the out there. is going crazy. Everybody is scared. And um, and that's one of the biggest things I want to set the tone for the show. I want to take everybody, take a deep breath. Everybody in, everybody out. Am I at yoga? It's all going to be okay. And, and the biggest thing is ignore the stock market right now. The economy is fine. And, and especially with economic data in the bond market, you know, always put an optimistic uh, picture, more picture than the Dow Jones average does. And, and what's, the, what's the stock market, market telling us, Jessica? To run for the hills? No. It's just correcting back to where it was, believe it or not, in November and December. And it, it's more precipitous, precipitous drop over the last several days. It's not much of really anything. So everybody take a deep breath. The world is not falling. Our economy is strong. Um, in fact, the 8.5% drop uh, in the S&P um, through Monday's close uh, and then a little bit of a rebound yesterday or today could actually signify the onset of a global recession. 
or not, but it could just as well mean that some trading algorithms and big hedge funds finally wanted to take some profit. And the second, the latter is probably mostly what happens. Remember, a lot of trades these days are done on by computer model, computer model, and mm-hmm. they're done instantaneously. They have a buy and a sell price, and it happens. And 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 we've heard that the market's been inflated, but you know we've been we've hit like twenty seven all time highs in the last six months. It's gonna slow down. And what it really matters is is the well-being of the economy and the ability for individuals and companies to prosper in this economy is solid. And and if you got to look at first to fundamental economic data, especially those that tend to be leading indicators. And there was a time, Jessica, back in the heyday, I could look at certain economic indicators and tell you exactly where interest rates are going to go. Um, then we came into you know, the Great Recession, we had risk, we had other countries affecting our monetary system and and our financial markets because we are, well, as much as we hate to admit it in a world economy. Um, but uh, the bond market and other financial market indicators are more reliable than the stock market. So please, we are solid. It is a good thing. Inflation is finally kicking in. If you listen to this show for six years, five years, or five minutes, You'll learn that uh, we've kind of been hoping for this. I know that those of you that are buying a home or looking to buy a home or taking a deep breath and saying, oh, no, interest rates are going up. Well, I think that uh, I think they are finally here in 2018. The prediction last year. I mean, I've been worried about this, you know, really from from last year, from fall on, I've been thinking this is going to happen and they've just stayed so incredibly low. Um, What's your prediction? Is this going to move a lot of buyers off the fence that have been, you know, waiting, thinking that that things are going to stay really low? I hope so. I, I really do, because. And I'll be the first one to admit, with all my years of experience, I'm still learning. And little did I think of when I started this show in 2012, 2013, did I think we'd be sitting in 2018 with interest rates still in the fours. Right. You know, um, I bought my first house at 7.5%, and I think I paid a couple points to get there. We have been spoiled since the downturn. And and rightly so, regardless of how you feel about the economy and, and administration, whoever's been in office, we've kind of been chugging along the last eight years, printing money. Hopefully things will get better. And things have really taken a change. You know, and like I said, that's why one of the things I wanted to start the, the show without saying ignore the stock market. You know, there's good news on both fronts being um, uh, the bond market and uh, the other indicators that are out there, because I really think that inflation's got to kick in. It's a good thing. Interest rates are going to rise. But, you know, we got a text question before the show from Marcus asking me, um, what does higher interest rates mean to me, really? And just for instance, let's say you were looking to buy a home at the all-time low. What, interest rates three and a quarter? Right. So probably was the all-time low. You were going to get on a 30-year fixed. $400,000 loan at three and a quarter, you're looking at $1,740 principal and interest. Okay. Okay. And that's if you bought at the all-time low and you were looking low. Um Today, let's say at four and a half, that same four hundred thousand dollars loan is going to be your principal and interest payment is going to be about two thousand twenty six dollars. So it's about a two hundred eighty six dollar difference. Is it going to change the way you? Is it going to change your mind about buying that property? Maybe, maybe they're looking for a cheaper property now to stay within that that uh, payment comfort. Right. Remember, we're talking about the Bay Area too, so we're talking sure. about you know. Most unlikely not. Uh, we have some tax changes that are happening, uh, which I'll do a little bit later in the show. But uh, to some folks, yeah, it could mean a different neighborhood. Uh, it could mean maybe smaller house, a smaller house. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things, and, and so 
you know, a two, $300 difference from the all-time low, mm-hmm. okay? I'm talking all-time low. From, from four and a quarter or three, eight, seven, five, or, you know, around where we've normally been the last 12 months, you know, you're looking probably about $180 difference. So it's not that drastic from where we were the last year. So, but Jessica makes a great point. It is time to get off the fence and start thinking about securing the cost of, of your your housing payment, whether, you know, let's see, how many of you are renting out there? We all know the Bay Area is really difficult. The price point, the cost of admission to homeownership is a lot more in the Bay Area. But, you know, it's a great tool. If nothing else, forget about building wealth. We say it all the time. It's more about fixing that cost of real estate. And more and more, we're getting calls, Jessica, from the show for people that are working in the city and working in San Jose that are buying east, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be Elk Grove or the Stockton area or Patterson or even Sacramento. I think I mentioned in the show previously, I have a neighbor who lives 25 miles north of Sacramento that commutes to Santa Cruz. He's a firefighter. And why? Because it's a lot easier to 500,000 here buys you a lot more than 500,000 does down in Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if anything else, take away from this, don't be afraid. Interest rates are probably going to continue to rise. I think that uh, although it's a good thing, interest rates, you're going to get you know, better rates on your savings. Remember, back in the 80s, mortgage rates were in the 14% range. How much less of a house would you be able to buy at 14%? Right. But more importantly, you were getting 10% interest on your savings account as well. So it's all, it's all a big picture. And that's what I want to tell people is please start looking at the bigger picture. But what's going on with, uh, with the housing right now? What, what are you seeing? What kind of well, calls are you getting? I could tell you that there was a time not so long ago that I was able to show, you know, for single family homes, maybe maybe 20 homes, mm-hmm. 15 or 20. And, and right now in, in most price ranges, I'm looking at four. Right. I have four houses that meet criteria to show. So we really have limited inventory. Um, I'm really glad to see that I'm seeing you know, a few more duplexes and four units come on the market, at least in the Sacramento area, um, giving us some more options for residential housing. But as a whole, just really limited inventory. Right. And I think that's going to be driving up price as well. Absolutely. Uh, and hopefully the appraisals will be able to keep up with that. That's the biggest question mark, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, back to interest rates and what does that mean to you? Because I just thought of something is that, you know, I've had a, a lot of calls. It's Tuesday and I've probably had 20 or 30 calls this week with people that we've pre-approved maybe last summer that uh-huh. were out looking at the market that just didn't find what they were looking for or got outbid and kind of regrouping and setting the pace for, all right, do I still qualify for that pre-approval letter you wrote me six months ago? Right. Because things have changed. And if you're if you're a listener out there and you are really have gone through a pre, pre-approval process with us or with a, a – we'll, we'll call you and reset that. But if you're with another lender, think about it and, and ask them and open that line of communication and ask them where interest rates are. And I know that in the Bay Area we don't use a lot of CalHEF or a lot of those programs, but – you know, I know that one of your associates and one of my loan officers has some deals where interest rates, when we pre-approved them 30 days ago, 40 days mm-hmm. ago, interest rates were in mid fours. Now that program has an interest rate over 5%, which that program is so specific and definitive on their debt to income ratio. It really created a problem right. on some of those. So again, open that line of communication with your lender or get, you know, one of the things we do here at Real Life Lending is we'll, we'll go ahead and look at that loan estimate you're getting from another lender. We'll tell you our opinion and most of the times it's pretty good and we'll tell you it's a market rate and, and um, advise you to move forward. Other times we can tell you, hey, you might be able to do a little bit better and here's why or maybe a different program. And again, just jump on the website, reallifelending.com, reallifelending.com and, and shoot us a text or email and give us a call. One of the things I want to mention in this last minute is we get calls all the time now it's with interest rates going up 
how many of you listeners out there are getting all these mailers offering to refinance, skip a payment, which you don't really do, right. uh, and offering these super low interest rates? Please be wary. Send those to us. We will give you a definitive answer on those. And in fact, I'm asking you to send me those flyers because I'm going to talk about them on the air and tell you which ones are legal and which ones violate Ooh, RESPA compliance like laws show. because I think it's really important. In fact, that a lot of the government agencies have put restrictions on how soon you can refinance because they're afraid of these companies churning your mm-hmm. loan and charging you fees after fees after fees. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric Olofsky. I'm here with Jessica Couch. When we come back, we're going to continue to text questions and what's going on in our local market. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky mckay Hey everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric Ilofsky. I'm here with Jessica Couch and uh, one of the things that uh, uh, again, your homework assignment, I wanted to mention again, go to Facebook, type in Real Life Lending Radio and hit like and follow us. We're getting some text questions during the show. I know, Jessica, you had asked me a question. I know you had a, somebody texting you during the show asking about a VA loan and a multifamily. Yeah. Are you able to, now I know you're able to do a duplex with the VA, but are you able to use a VA loan on four units? You are. They're, they're, the VA will allow uh, one to four units as long as the veteran is living in one of them. There are some guidelines and specific guidelines on the ability to use the rents of the other properties, the other units, but yes, you can. That's a good question. That's super cool. What else? Uh, we talked about inventory. We kind of talked about what uh, what people are out looking for, and I wanted to warn everybody again about the mailers that everybody seems to be getting. We got some text over that during the break, um, but you know, I think people really need to understand that. You know, yeah, you've been listening to Uncle Eric talk about interest rates rising and and our gravy train and our days of three and a quarter percent interest rates are coming to an end. But, you know, I really think that they are here. And, and along with that is our limited inventory, especially mm-hmm. in the Bay Area. Well, those of you that are listening, uh, we all know that um, it's it's getting tight. And but one of the things, California and the Bay Area home prices, you know, we, we're still reaching new peaks. And that's one of the things people still think. And you hear, how many times do we hear? In fact, I, I, I had an appointment today. Is, well, I'm not really to buy because we're going to have another downturn. We're going to see another correction. And, and, US, and again, U.S. home prices increased for the 67th straight month on an annual basis in November. California home prices rose. You know, this is throughout the state to 527,000. A year-over-year gain of about 9.32%. We all know that some of our... Our areas of Northern California, where we've seen a little bit higher than that. We've also seen some pullbacks on mm-hmm. some of our counties. Uh, but San Jose is the most expensive major housing market in the nation with a median sale price of $1,073,000. It also has the county's, uh, the country's fastest appreciating market with prices up by 19% from November 2016. 19% if you live in San Jose over the last 12 months, 13 uh, months. I believe it. That is is just astonishing and why we're seeing more people cashing out. You know, your perspective, Jessica, should everybody cash out, run for the hills? Are we seeing a market correction? Um, I, I sure wouldn't. I don't think that um, I, I don't think that we're going to see a, a huge correction here. I think that our limited inventory is really going to um, be what drives our prices up. And I think for folks that are waiting for that that time and they have that you know uh, analysis paralysis where they want to make sure it's absolutely right and they're getting the best price. Analysis and gonna, paralysis. That's a great. Yeah, idea. You steal that one from me. They're going to wait until this perfect property comes up. That perfect property is going to have twelve people fighting over it. That's going to drive the 
price up further. So I think it's just, you know, really taking stock of where we are right now with with interest rates still being relatively low and what our inventory is and choosing from what's available because there's a cost to waiting. As we just learned from your example from the, you know, 2013, you know, each year there's another cost to that wait. Yeah, that that cost of waiting in San Jose from November is about two hundred grand. That mm-hmm. house is going to cost you about two hundred thousand more dollars than it did in November two thousand sixteen. Uh-huh. That's a pretty huge cost of waiting. That's significant. Yeah. You know, and, and if somebody's waiting to save three hundred dollars a month or four hundred dollars a month on their because they don't like interest rates where they're at and they think they're going to come back down again, it just costs you two hundred grand for waiting that year. Well, you know, that's what you know. I I wanted to ask you when you were going over the payment difference mm-hmm. between where interest rates were, you know, several years ago versus now. Mm-hmm. For those folks that are thinking, well, I could save another. 25000 over the course of the year, even mm-hmm. putting down an additional 25000 when we're talking about $600,000, $700,000 home, that, that additional amount down is not going to make the same difference that waiting another year for interest right. rates to go up would make in your payment. That is so insignificant. And yes, I get it, especially because I have some clients that are CPAs and, mm-hmm. and, and analysis and fund managers, and, and they like to get down with the spreadsheets and the pie charts and everything else. But you're not just looking about your cost, okay, right. and the interest rate. Let's look, think about that because you buy a piece of property. Yes, you're paying an interest rate mm-hmm. on that property. Hopefully, it's a fixed rate, so you have that fixed cost. But you have two things. You're making that payment. You have some tax advantage that's that's advantageous to you that's going to offset some of that cost uh, on your taxes. You're also going to see appreciation, mm-hmm. 9 to 19% in our state. So you have that going for you. And especially those of you that are investors, if you factor in the the tenant paying off that liability over the next 30 or 15 years, then that minuscule amount in whether it's a higher interest rate, that's why people don't get fixated on the interest rate. Your cash flow is your cash flow and you have all these added uh, uh, additions. And believe it or not, the tax the tax code that just got changed, and um, well, regardless, again, how you feel about the administration, it's going to help you investors tremendously. There are some new pieces in that, which we're going to talk about next week, that makes owning rental property five times better than it did last year. I am listening. So I, I think that, again, you really need to know the facts, and, and I think that's why you know the numbers are changing, the approval ratings are changing. People are understanding that they're opening their paychecks, seeing more money, and believe it or not, 80% of us are going to see a tax break. Okay, 80%. That's exciting. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. When we come back, we're going to get to what's going on in the Bay Area. Credit score keeps climbing in the United States. And we're going to get, I know Jessica has some multi-units to pitch. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric Olofsky. I'm here with Jessica Couch. And before the break, we're kind of going through some numbers. And I want to just, I, I, I want to get do a show to this because I think some, some good things are coming out of the tax plan for real estate investors. That I really want to, I think it's a, more of a, a quick devote show, but I know you asked me, you know, we have 20% path through deduction. We have bonus depreciation for roots, HVAC, bonus depreciation for used property. You know, the new applicability of the Section 179 and increased deduction on automobiles that are used for real estate investing. So all these things are are really a good thing for all of our investors that are listening out there. And we're going to devote next week's show to that. So stay tuned. Um, One of the things that I think is a good sign about our economy, the average U.S. credit store keeps climbing. Um, Average U.S. American had a, a Vantage score of 675 in 2017. That's the highest in five years. Uh, U.S. credit card debt reached about a little over a trillion dollars in June, an all-time high. Way to go, millennials. Um, San Francisco residents have the most credit card debt in the country. They also have the lowest average late payments. Good job, San Francisco. 
Um, so I think that's a good part. One of the things we hear all the time is that, you know, I, I want to rent. I'm renting for another year because I'm working on my credit. Well, that's one of the things I think, again, it all gets back to the cost of waiting, right? Mm-hmm. So believe it or not, you can buy real estate with a 580 FICO score. I'm not saying you should, uh, but maybe you went through some economic hard times and didn't just improve your score. One of the things that we'll do is we'll give you an analysis. I'm not a credit repair person. Personally, I don't believe in them, but we can give you an idea of what it's going to take to make you uh, able to buy that first home. Um, average American has 3.1 credit cards on which they carry an average $6,300 balance. Is that true? The average is three thousand. The average is uh, has they have three credit cards, uh, an average balance of a little over sixty three hundred dollars. Um, Californias have more credit cards in debt than the average U.S. respectively. Hmm. Um, San Francisco residents have among the most credit cards in the U.S., but they also, like I said, as I said earlier, have the most uh, least late payments. That's, that is interesting. So you're all very responsible borrowers, <laughs> San Franciscans. <laughs> Uh, lots of, lots of texts here about interest rates. And one of the things is you folks know that I don't, I don't like to discuss interest rates because it's such an individual thing based on your financial data. Uh, and I'm not one to throw out rates that maybe 2% of you will qualify for. So one of the things that we do, and I want to announce that in the Bay Area, we're going to have our very first Bay Area homebuyer uh, event. And it's going to be a get-together uh, that we're going to serve you some good food. You're going to get to uh, to meet us, shake our hands, and just listen and ask questions for an hour to two hours. I've had these last four hours. We're not going to sell you a CD pack on how to get rich in the back of the room. It's just a place to come ask questions. And we're going to announce a date here uh, within the next, uh, i say, month. Uh, we're looking at a venue. It's either going to be in the East Bay or down in San Jose, Fremont area. If you're interested in reserving a spot, uh, you can reach out to us via Facebook or our website, reallifelending.com. Or uh, my barrier phone number is 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. After the show, you can reach me on that as a direct line. Um, Jessica, everybody's kind of in that mode. Well, we're done with the holidays, right? Spring's coming, as you can see outside yeah. uh, by the weather. Um, everybody's thinking about possibly listing their home. Should they wait? Or should they actually call us because we have about 158 buyers sitting on our desk ready to buy your home? Yeah, I would say please call. I think with the limited inventory, anything could change that. And I I just hate it when we're working on getting a house ready and they're thinking we're going to be ready next week. And then that turns into two months. And in the meantime, the house crosses the street list and it's not, you know, it, it's not quite as nice. And now we're competing. Right. I'd much rather be, you know, the only one on the block and bring all the traffic to us. So something as, as um, insignificant as a couple of weeks can affect pricing depending on what else happens in your neighborhood. And, you know, I, I hear people ask me all the time um you know they're thinking about listing their house Mm -hmm. what do they do to get it ready and i know that's obviously something that you can advise people on and the really good real estate agent will do that for them but i think also you know you talk about all the time is is knowing what you're selling right getting an inspection on the property before you list that property so you know what you're going to be hit with absolutely it it takes um all the guesswork out of it and gives you the control where you have the um the report available and you're able to make those repairs with your contractor or your handyman rather than waiting for a buyer to come in and ask for a a credit or a price reduction right so it puts it back in the seller's control all right, folks, we're coming up on another break. When we come back, we're going to get to some more of your text questions uh, here. You're listening to Real Life Lending. Again, our text line is 916-806-0606, 916-806-0606. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky-McKay. 
All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Um, got a text question. This one is from Zoa. It says, my agent is asking for a price reduction. After how much time on market should I consider? Well, if you're not getting offers on yeah, your on your offers, property, there's a, there's a reason for it. So I would ask your realtor to go through the um, you know comprehensive market analysis, see what the other homes within your neighborhood that are most similar in size and, right. and shape and you know lot size, what the average days on market are. So if the average is 19 days and you've been there 30 you need a price reduction. How do you feel about broker opens? Just kind of get some feedback from other brokers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I believe, I firmly believe in open houses. The majority of folks that come in to open houses while I'm there at my listings are folks right. that are not with their realtor on the weekend. Because we are seeing some price reductions in some certain markets. Mm-hmm. Remember, we look at all of California. Uh, but, you know, most of those are just over-anxious agents that were either trying to get the listing mm-hmm. and... Or, you know, what I'm seeing is, is that we've actually taken a slowdown in some of our markets. I think, you know, we were down month to month in San Francisco market, which was strange for the last right. couple of months. So um, if it's not selling again, have just an honest conversation with your agent, right? Uh, absolutely. Because you, exactly, you don't want to be chasing the market. No. Right? And hopes of taking it off and coming back when there's more inventory. And how do you feel about that? Because that's always a strategy of some agents. Well, I think it depends. I mean, if you were on too high and you weren't getting the right offers, then maybe taking a break and coming back on at a more reasonable price would be a great way to go. You need to be off the market in most MLS um, areas at least 30 days so it shows up as a new property. And right. that would be a great tactic as long as you're back on the market within line of where the market is for your neighborhood, which is, is very specific. Got a text question from John. It says, I heard you speak about a loan program. You can use room rental income. Thanks, Mike. That is a program, believe it or not, it's a Fannie and Freddie product called uh, Home Ready, our, our Home Possible. It's kind of a unique twist on the conventional loan product. It will allow you to look at alternative income sources. Uh, it will allow you to use spouse's income, even though she's not on a loan. It will allow you to use border income. If you have a history of renting a room to a friend, you're able to use a portion of that to help you qualify. It really is kind of a unique product. A lot of people don't talk about it. I do a lot of them because I think it's it's a really useful tool. It has it has a um, and it's great for people with not so high a FICO score because usually, you know, if a buyer's looking below 700 or low below six. 680 or so on a conventional loan, people are going to push them towards FHA because interest rates are so much better. Mm -hmm. But this actually has an adjustment cap for loan-to-value in FICO. So a lot of times, it'll price really similar to an FHA loan on a 3% down conventional loan product because it caps the hits for FICO score and loan-to-value. So again, it's a great product. Uh, And again, there's something tied into that product that allows, again, that agents really don't understand is that you can use a primary residence loan. Fannie and Freddie have a product that you can purchase a home next door to yours for mom and dad, elderly parent. How often do we get those calls? I want to buy a place often. for my parents who are moving to the area. They can't afford anything on their own. And what was their option in the past? To buy it as an investment property, right? right? 20% down. Uh, have to call it an investment property. Use investment property pricing and rates. Um, couldn't be a second home because it's too close mm-hmm. to where you live. So this is an opportunity for you to buy a house down the street from your primary residence for your folks. Uh, using a 3% down or a prim- any down per primary residence and get primary residence pricing. Uh, and you can use that program for your adult child. That was going to be my next question. So what if your adult child is in college? Say mm-hmm. they're going to the local local college and they have a couple roommates to offset the mortgage payment. Can you, you use that border income? You know, there's it's 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 
that's a kind of a gray area with Fannie Freddie. It, it's for a disabled child, an adult oh. disabled child that can't qualify on their own. Now, really, we can't ask for uh, medical data on the child. So uh, it's really designed to, to keep an eye on somebody uh, close by. Uh, but that's a good question. I'm sure there's a gray area there. Um, but again, uh, it's a unique product. And how many of us, you know, parents are getting older, want to move them closer that you want to help. Time. And yeah. it's a great product. Again, you can buy that house for your parents or your adult child for 3% down. That's amazing. It is. Um, what else is going on, Jessica? Oh, wow. I got a message here saying we never talk about any uh, any multi-unit. This one is from Well, there's a reason Habib. we haven't had any multi-units to discuss. Uh, so I, I have a couple I'll, I'll throw out there for Let's the listeners them. if you think we have time. Yeah. Um, I want to start with the fact that if you are in San Francisco, you know, proper, mm-hmm. there are few options under 500. Okay. There, there's actually one this evening. There's is it a, very, park, very is it a parking space? Or? Um, no, you get a one bedroom, one bath. So there's a, a great condo, great street, um, you know, not not far from downtown. And one bedroom, one bath, 583 square feet will run you 498,000. The HOA is only 190, which I find amazing. Wow. They're usually a lot Rent higher. Control. Yeah. Now, this same price point um, in a couple other areas, I want to give you the, um, the other options. So I have a four unit that is in downtown Platte. Lasserville, um, you know, up the hill, up, up above Apple Hill area, mm-hmm. um, or close to Apple Hill, I should say. It's actually not above. El Dorado County? El Dorado County. Good for Prop 90 until um, October? It would be, as long as you're going to live there. Right. Yes, yes, it would be. So this property will run you just under 400 and the cap rate is a 6% cap rate because it's a four unit. So about the same price. I'm going a little lower on price, not much, but 340 and 390. I have two other duplexes in, in fine areas in Sacramento County um, that will give you a 4.3% cap rate and a 4.9% cap rate. So there's some options depending on whether you want to live in a cheaper area and commute to work, right. have the other side rented out to help your mortgage, or if you want to live in, in San Francisco. And I really think uh, what's, I know we have a lot of investors and a lot of business owners and the commercial market is really heating up we've got some great access to products that can help you buy that that uh, owner occupied mm-hmm. commercial property or not because we're doing those multi-unit families we just closed on a 20-unit apartment complex wow. in concord so give us a call we can help you with those investment properties all right folks when we come back on our last segment we're going to get some more text questions and uh, see what else jessica has up her sleeve we'll be right back after this it's real life lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. I'm here with Jessica Couch. Jessica, before uh, we end the show, I want to make sure everybody has your contact information. Realtor Extraordinaire. I know you've got some special deals for our listeners, for our listeners listing their property. Why don't you go and talk about that? And- now, let me give you a reason to call me. Um, my t- cell phone's 916-532-8916. You can call or text me. Um, one of the unique things that uh, my team offers is a cap on your listing. So although we do offer a full service, we're not a discount broker, mm-hmm. a full service listing, we can offer you a cap as your seller. So for folks that are in the listing something over 800000 that could be a significant discount because we cap the seller's right. cost on the listing side anyway at $10,000. Right. So depending on price, that could be something to discuss. Um, you sell a $2 million house? 
for ten grand. Ten thousand is your cap. All right, folks, you heard it here. Um, the other thing that we have coming up is a property that's currently listed on the market, but is going to go into a short sale status and be perfect for a flipper. And the price is going to be attractive enough as we move that direction. So okay. if you're interested in a flip, um, you know the house is in an area where a flip would be appreciated. Okay. And, How does somebody get a hold uh, of you if they want to learn about oh, that flip? Nine one six five three two eight nine one six and nine one six five three two eight nine one six and your website uh, JessCouchTeam.com. That's two S's. JessCouchTeam.com. Uh huh. Yeah, we have a uh, daily listings up there and, and inventory. Um, and I also have a new property coming on. It should be about a week, but it's a, a property in Rancho Cordova, um, part of Sacramento County, and it will be on the market um, in about a week. And it's a two bedroom, one bath duplex on each side. Currently rented. Tenants are both month to month. Um, there is some room for improvement in the rent, so I think it'll give you a six seven percent cap rate. But if you're someone who's interested in finding out more about that, you know, call me directly. Yeah, I think that, again, 916-532-8916. And one of the things I think that's really important when you're analyzing a property, because it's one of the things that we talk about all the time is that we learn from our mistakes, right? Right. We both bought property. We both made mistakes. And we both can identify uh, what works and what doesn't work. And I know that some of the cap rates out there, if you have an experienced investor out there, well, I'm not going to touch anything unless it's 12%. You're well, in the wrong state. It's, yeah. it, well, it, you know, those deals are there. I know that you might be able down in Fresno, right? Or, or, That's or absolutely some other true. Area. Yes. Because uh, those are out there. But, you know, as much as I hate to admit it, I'm just not seeing those kind of returns right now. I uh, haven't even seen that return in Fresno in so some So more time. importantly, you're buying cash flow. Right. Okay. And you're buying... Uh, an appreciating asset. Correct. Uh, and I think that's the way we have to kind of shift. Unless you're buying a large multifamily, a mm-hmm. 10, 20 unit, 30 unit, you know, then you're going to see some some huge cap rates. But again, the cost of admission is, is a little higher. Absolutely. So I think it's, it's and again, we can help you with that. I, I, I do that all the time. But I think it's most importantly that you pick up the phone and call. Again, uh, those of you that are listening and you want to work with me, get pre-approved or learn about how we can make you money in real estate or just ask questions about the lending side. I've been doing this forever in a day. You can call me at 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. Again, if you want to reserve a spot. And let us know you're interested in our home buying event coming in the next 30 days to the Bay Area. Give me a call again, 925-203-5808, or jump on reallifelending.com. That's reallifelending.com. Any predictions for the rest of the year? I think we're going to be busy. I, I think that's easy to call. I think we're going to be really busy, and I'm really hoping to see some more inventory as um, as our, our weather heats up. I hope that we're going to see some more folks looking to downsize and opening up some more inventory for our move-up buyers. Yeah, I know if you've been sitting on the fence and you're thinking about moving up, I think this is a great time to do it. Um, I had a text question during the break asking about uh, alternate pay papers. We have a 90% loan up to $3 million, even if you that, that can be interest only. It's one of those Alte programs. Wow. So we can help you with those unique deals. But uh, the, the, the biggest point is get off the couch. Make right. the call. Give us a call. Jessica, thank you for being here again. Thank you. Again, JessCouchTeam.com. JessCouchTeam.com. Again, Folks, thank you for listening to Real Life Lending. If you want to reach me, hit reallifelending.com. Again, that's reallifelending.com. Have a great week. We'll be back same time next week. Have a good time. Bye. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.